When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who can go to trap sons and traps? Trap sons and trap don't some 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 trap don't um, it's going to be a great show. I want to thank Santa Cruz Medicinals. Listen, they have potent CBD-infused coconut oil, olive oil, MCT oil, vape pens, and more. They're gluten-free, they're vegan, they're paleo, and sugar-free. Okay, it's lab-tested, uh, made out of Santa Cruz, California, which is an amazing place. Go to scmedicinals.com, scmedicinals.com, mention Roasted. I'm telling you, these guys, I take CBD all the time. And I love it. It's probably the only thing that actually relaxes me. I, I, really? I, I like it so much. I, I, I love it, for real. And then you can put this stuff in your coffee. You put it there. And I'm actually like, wow, this is what relaxing actually feels like, especially since my head is always going 5,000 miles an hour. And that's true. You, yeah, that's true. So I, I highly, think all comedians are in their heads a lot. I imagine THC would kind of exacerbate that. More than calm it. It can. It can bring in a lot of paranoia that yeah. you don't get with the CBD. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for sure. That's for sure. They also have a, a CBD-infused clay mask, okay? So uh, you guys want Ooh. your skin looking good? Uh, go to, uh, just go to S Santa. Oh, you can follow them on Instagram at Santa Cruz Missionals, at just at Santa Cruz Missionals, and check them out. Also, Speedweed. Marijuana is legal in California, and there's no reason you have to leave your house to get it. They will deliver it to you. Go to speedweed.com. They have everything from... Marijuana to CBD to edibles to THC sex lube to weed cookies to weed, uh, just you name it, breath strips. I mean, they got it, okay? Candy. Follow them. Candy. candy. Follow really them candy. at Speedweed. At Speedweed. This guy, guy, Gino, runs it. Great, great guy. One of the huge supporters of MMA and comedy, and I can't say enough nice things about him. Mention Roasted, you get $10 off. Orders $100 or more. And that happens also with... Uh, com. So I've had the craziest weekend uh, And uh, Greg, I wanted you to come Because I wanted you to hear these, these stories okay, yeah, yeah, tell So me I about finally it. shot my pilot And, you know, <laughs> I shot half of it Yeah. So basically, you know I've been coaching wrestling for 13 years and, I, and I'm always like, hey uh, I'm always telling people stories Hey, look what happened at practice And I was like, that's a movie, that's a movie Right, so right, finally, oh, that's right, your pilot That's finally, right I sat my ass down And I like wrote the movie, right? Right When you write a movie I had to write like 15 different versions. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a screenwriter. I didn't go to screenwriting school. I didn't like, I didn't, I just had to write all these different versions of it. And then uh, when I finally got it to where I wanted it to be, I'm like, all right, uh, you know, how do I make this? So I did an Indiegogo campaign, hoping that someone would give me, you know, half a million dollars. That's what I put, half a million dollars. I asked everyone I knew, just campaign, made a video, taped the kids I coach, raised about $10,000. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's still it goes. good That's for Indiegogo yeah. campaign. Yeah, fuck it. But now, 
every time I go on Periscope or Instagram Live, everyone's like, "Where the fuck's my movie?" Like, right, yeah. you, you know, you stole my money. You went to the Bahamas. Oh like, like shit! Well, one guy said that, yeah. but 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 everyone's like, "Where's my movie?" Where's and they're the movie? just you know, but, your but they're still like in the back of my. You know, I don't want to take something from someone and say I'm going to do it. So, but I'm like, what do I, I can't make a movie for ten thousand dollars? I mean, maybe some people can, but this kind of movie with kids and all these people and all these moving parts. So I took a little bit of that money and gave it to a, uh, my friend who's also a really good writer, written to all kinds of TV projects, and we crafted, crafted it into a uh, pilot. So we got a 30-minute pilot, and I got my buddy who owns all kinds of equipment who's like, I can direct this. Great. So we, I cast it, and I you know, took out all the parts that were going to cost a lot of money. You know? yeah. All the, 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 the big drama action scene at the end, can't do that. You know? right, right, Anything yeah. with like, more than 10 people, I can't do that. And then I... Just called in favors. Hey, man, you be in this. All these great actors were in it. And I, and I actually had auditions for it because some people I would just give parts to that you're like, oh, wow, this person can't really do the part that like you don't want to be on set and then find out the person can't do it. So the director was like, have everyone read. So cut to finally. like Now, we shot in my house because uh, uh, you want to find and, – uh, and in like my backyard because I have a, a wrestling room in my backyard. Right, yeah. So – my friend Joey's like, I'm thinking it's going to be a five, six-person shoot, you know? Yeah. So I tell my wife the night before, hey, I tell her a week before, we're going to have some people over to shoot. She's fucking, like, flipping out. You have to clean the house. Oh, you- yeah. That's like, you can't just tell them that because, no, you're invited. The- yeah. Now it's got to look, you know, representative. I yeah. do that to Summer all the time. I'm like, hey, so-and-so's coming over. Next thing I know, she's <laughs> cleaning her about? ass off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, I can't have them walking into this house and they're looking like that. Right. So the night before, and then also one of the scenes has penis cookies, like dick cookies. So I had to order, so me and my wife are making penis cookies, you know, the night nice, before. Right? fantastic. We made like 30, 40 of them, right? Spark a second baby? So, uh, well, what happened was, well, I almost got divorced, actually, because what happened was, I didn't realize that 35 people would show up on set. We had like a huge crew, like, yeah. there was about 30 people here, and my yeah. wife's like, what the fuck are all these people doing? I thought it was new. And when the guy location scouted, you know, I was doing all these things where I had to learn all my lines, cast it, produce it, figure out who's going to be there, who's going to be where. And I overlooked some shit. I, I got to admit, so the guy was like, oh, we'll shoot in the bedroom. I'm like, all right. So one of the scenes is me and this girl uh, who she was really good. Now, yeah. she happens to be a, a, playmate, a playmate, but uh-huh. that, but she was actually really happens good in her audition. She knocked okay. it. And the web, the part was for a webcam model, right? Right. And... Uh, then of course it was and in like the opening scene she breaks up with me right so like i turn over and i'm like hey babe i don't want to ruin the pilot but i'm like hey babe and then she's like i want to see other people this is not working out like that's the right so i'm like all right now she's like what should i wear i i, I thought <laughs> my dog just oh, fucking miles now i thought she'd be fine wearing like lingerie or like a t-shirt to wake up in and next thing i know she's in like a bra and panties, right in the in, in the room, and we're we're talking before I got Jay Davis over this and that, and my wife's like, "You guys want to get? I'm gonna go get some coffee." She's already horrified that there's 40 people here. Right, you know? sure. It's eight in the morning on a Saturday. She, she works during the week, and she's oh, got, and, and then she and she's got already. the baby. So every time she walks in, she hears the, the playmate. The, oh, I was in the cover of Playboy six times, and I'm just like, oh, like this is getting fucking worse, right? And then, well, it doesn't help that you're walking around with a boner. Well, no. Then, well, 
then, then we're in, no. Can you imagine you just strolling around with a fucking rager? Ooh, hello. Everybody in the room has a fucking rager. Then Pleased we're in the room. You. Do that anymore. Then we're in the room, and then like we hear like she says, "Oh, if I would have known this, I would have wore a nicer set of panties." And I'm just like, "Ah." Oh. So my wife's hearing all this shit. She comes back I'm with coffee. A boner. She's coming back with co- coffee, and then someone says, "Quiet on the set." Like in, in our house is now a set. So my wife is fucking livid now. Greg, we come from like an acting background, an acting class where you could like, you you know, just scenes where you're in bed with a girl or you yeah. kiss a girl or you. Right. But my wife's not like that, and I I took it for granted that she'd just be okay with this. And and I look over, there's like smoke coming out of her ears. You know. Why? She, why is it? First of all, why didn't you send her to her mom's house for the two days while you're shooting? In like Fresno. She has the baby. Yes. Well, her boss did buy her a hotel room. Uh, and like uh, got her a hotel room for the, for the weekend but I actually thought that she wouldn't give a f- I honestly didn't mean to hurt her like I did not that was not my intent my intent was just to fucking shoot the scene that's all I wanted of to course. do and I, and I wanted to shoot good but it turned into this fucking like this huge huge ordeal oh. and, yeah man and, all she sees is some fucking playmate in your bed in her brown panties I should have asked I should have asked <laughs> hey is it okay if we shoot in the room that's what I should have said yes you should have cleared all of that because she would have said no including the content yes you should have been like babe oh well here's what we're gonna be doing and we need to shoot in the room because that's the only thing we can afford to do and I, I hired this playmate and we're gonna be doing some yeah, kissing yeah, yeah. scenes so no, I, we, I, no, no it was no kissing scenes it was literally I roll over good morning right. I, and then her leave. That's why I thought it was okay. And you should say that too. That tell I, her. Like, I did. You know? I did. But it was just like, oh God. So then she she leaves and she's like, and the, so now I mean, luckily in like the scene, I'm like are already stressed out and I just got dumped. So I, I used it because that, that's what good. was going yeah, yeah. on in the world with my life. But Smart. I was like, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't know this was gonna happen. I mean, I knew this was gonna happen, but I did not mean to hurt you. Like, I literally was just trying to put six years of my life into something and produce a pilot it was not about you and she's like well this is not about you anymore this is about the family and the, we, we have a baby in the house and I don't know these people and like she had some, some very good points those are, those I, are all valid points I, I, at the same time I was like this took me so fucking long like and I wanted to celebrate with her yeah. and then I, I was alone Sarah and I but the, the, we actually we did the wrestling scenes. They were fucking hilarious. Like yeah. the, the kids knocked it out of the park. Awesome. And now the kid, like in, in like the show, we called like this Asian kid, like Kim Jong, whatever. And we called because they're all making fun of each other. Right. And then now they're on, in practice on Monday. They were calling each other those names. Dude, yeah, I yeah. saw. I looked at. I looked at Derek's Instagram. It says AKA Captain Curry. Yeah. The Indian <laughs> kid, nice. Called him Captain Curry. It was. I mean it. And then the next day we shot, I mean, 12 hour, I mean, not even like more like 13 hour days. Sure. We shot at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. Yeah. Tyler came in. He was, he was in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was some really, extra. I, I was super happy with, with how everything went. And I was like, actually, I think it was the funniest shit that I've, I've ever like done. You Dude, know, that's like, great. Yeah. yeah. The one scene that I watched, that I watched you guys shoot was, it was really good. Yeah, it was really it was well put together. The guy you got was hilarious, so I'm I'm looking forward to watching it, man. Yeah, no, it was it was. Uh, I mean, it, it was. But then, like, and then my dad came. My dad was on set, and he starts giving me advice about. The, he's telling me about you know you should about, about like the wife as far as like well you should have done it. And I'm like, Dad, you've been married three times. I don't want to hear you. So now we're in <laughs> fucking. Oh, and, and then he's mad at me for that. Yeah, like it's just hard because literally I had to juggle, you know. People were forgetting their. Some people were forgetting their lines, so I had to like know their lines and tell them their lines during their scene and my lines. And Joey did a good job directing, but I had like my house was getting trashed, so I had to worry about that. On top of like we had we were shot like 
20 scenes and four locations and, and four days and like eight locations. So I have to know where everyone's going and be on top of everything. It was a fucking lot of juggling. It's hard, man. Yeah, it's Holy fucking fuck. hard. Yeah. Making an independent project is fucking hard. That's why yeah. a lot of people don't do it. No, totally. And then... And then, uh, then, then my wife goes on Instagram and starts reporting, going, uh, I can't, we have a baby, Adam's shooting a pilot, what is he doing? And I'm like, what are you do on Instagram? She's like, well, you talk about it on your podcast. I'm like, that's my fucking art. You're just on Instagram come bitching about me, to, <laughs> about me to your friends. Uh, I go, this is, she's like, well, you know, and I'm like, what if I have to do a sex scene? She's like, well, don't bring it in the house. Okay, fine. Uh, but, and by the way, if, we, if you have to do a sex scene in a movie, I'm going to be the fucking sex double. You, you know, if you're not, she goes, we don't even have enough sex. And now you're going to have sex with other people? On, I'm like, all right. You know, oh, wow. yeah, then, through a sock. And then it was, Ooh. oh, and then it was one of those things like she better, she's like, you better get me flowers tomorrow, and they better not be flowers uh, via the telephone. Like, like, like someone, I go, that was, I've never done that. I go, that was your ex boyfriend. Huh? Or, or, she's like, oh, yeah, I think it was. And then, <laughs> so then I'm like, I don't know. Anyway, so, <laughs> but so fucking Mayhem Miller calls me from jail at like 11 o'clock at night. And <laughs> wow, wait so, a minute. Wow, this is really out of left. Your life, no, your no, life no, is no, 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 it'll insane. come out. So, Mayhem calls me, and I'm like alone, and I had the best fucking shoot of my life. I'm yeah. so happy with this, and I got no one to celebrate. It was sad. I was really sad because I wanted to celebrate my wife. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, and she's with the baby, and I, I, I could have drove over to them too, and but it was, just, I was fucking exhausted. And so, Mayhem calls yeah. me, and he's in jail. And I tell him, uh, and he's telling me about some shit, and I tell him what happened. He's laughing. He's like, I could have told you that was a bad idea. I'm like, well, <laughs> man, when Mayhem Miller thinks yeah. it's a bad idea, wow, that says everything. When the guy in jail God, tells me that was a bad idea. The guy in jail is like, wow, I mean, I've done some stupid shit, but that one takes the cake. You should be in jail. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Yeah, and then oh, guy in jail thinks you're an idiot. Guy you're in jail for like, some crazy shit, Some crazy too. Shit. <laughs> Doing cuckoo shit thinks you're the idiot. Wow, that really says it all. That's a great button, man. Wait but, a but then she brings up, right? So then also she goes, you know, this is, you're inconsiderate. This is also the t- like the time you went to a strip club when I was pregnant, right? This fucking, con- this shit is out of context. What happened was I did a comedy show at the la- at the, in Vegas. Dan Henderson shows up, yeah. my favorite fighter ever, one of them at least, with his wife. Because we're having an after party. At a strip club. You want to come with us in the limo? Absolutely, I do. Of course. And he can't, it's the second show he's been to. So I was like, yeah, I'll come. So yeah, I was at a strip club, but I wasn't planning, like, let's go to a strip club. It was like, dance, like, want to hang out afterwards. And then she's like, well, you got a massage. Well, there were people getting lap dances. And I was like, look, my wife's fucking pregnant. She's about to give birth. I'm fucking stressed right now. So the lady that comes over, the fucking the back rub massage lady. lady yeah. yeah, so I was like, I'll take a back rub. That's all what happened. It turned into I got a massage at a strip, at a strip club, club while she was pregnant. Like so, that's that's the fucking story. Like there's don't get a lot it twisted, of, man. There's a lot of context here. <laughs> like, it sounds to me like you you tell your wife too much. I, that's I know, like and I shouldn't have told her while she was just just exactly. You know you know what I mean. It's not lying. It's just not telling her shit that's gonna alarm her for no reason. No, what happens is I just it, what happens sometimes I hear shit and I just say things out loud that come to my head. Yeah, like we were on the way to her giving birth, right? And Howard Stern was on and they were talking about a strip club. And, and I was like, oh man, I remember. I, I, I'm like, I didn't even go to a strip club last, last time I was at a strip club. She's like, when was that? I go, I was in Vegas. And she's like, weren't you there last week? And, I, and then I was like, fuck. So that's kind of what happened, you know? Like I, so Yeah, but yeah. it was last year. 
I, I no, but she's like, wasn't that last week when you were in a strip? Uh, yeah, I just was like, I, I can't lie, and then and that's the thing, I don't yeah, lie. I'm bad at lying too. I'm, I don't, yeah, I don't I'm lie really either, bad. But I mean, exactly. But you just shouldn't have meant. You should just not said that. No, I know. And then she started crying. On, it was just fucking terrible. It, it was that was bad. And like, so did you? The way to, and the way, yeah. Did you get her the flowers? I know, I'm gonna get after this. After this, I'm gonna get her uh, that. So yeah, that was. Don't that go to Ralph's. Go and then Ralph's she's like, flowers. and she says to me, I'm never making penis cookies for you again. She made the penis cookies the night before. And she's making me take the marijuana out of the house. Like, it was just, I have a whole new bunch of rules. Uh-huh. But, but it was okay. Last night we, we hooked up and then we're in bed. Finally, I got her, we're in bed and everything's good. And I go, um, morning, babe. Like the line from the, from the, and she's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's over oh my God. You're just <laughs> Hey, he's a glutton. That is punishment. that is exactly what I would do. That is exactly what I would do. Like, like oh hey, it? remember this thing we just got over yeah, two seconds yeah, exactly. ago? I'm well, I'm fucking over right it. I'm fucking over We're it. Over so let's it, go right? again. <laughs> yeah, you st- like one of those fighters that just likes getting hit? And I, yeah, no, I don't like getting hit. It, it was poor judgment on me on, on a lot of on a, on a lot of different ways. <laughs> Cue to Tyler's face. Exactly. Right. Like, you know, like this one over here. But uh, yeah, I don't know where the hell Vince is. But um, it was. I just texted him. Oh, okay. oh Vince coming? I said, "Hurry yeah, the yeah. fuck up, late boy." Yeah, no, it was poor. No, no, it was it was poor judgment. Um, but it ha- you know, looking back, I should have just asked. You mind if we shoot in there the scene with me and the girl? She would have said no. We could have done it on the couch. All this shit would have been most of it would have been avoided. Yeah. But she, but she's like, you know, you could have wrote it differently. You could have cast it differently. You could have found a more wholesome girl. You gotta, you know, I don't care if you're dirty on stage. I'm like, dude, that's all. No, like. There's, there's a line. There's yeah. a line. Like, you can't... What I do on stage, what I do in my work, I like, I like clean jokes, but I like dirty jokes. So do you. I like funny jokes. Yeah. And, and Yeah, man. Funny's funny. And she's like, you can't go back to your old life. And I was like, Babe, we're not a, my old life consisted of me having threesomes of porn stars. This is a fucking far cry from that. Like, I'm making this TV show so we can sell, so we can, like... I could be in town. I could make a fucking ton of money. I could like yeah. cast my friends. This is all like part of me venturing off the road doing comedy. Like my old life would have been like, hey, I'm leaving for fucking Palookaville for eight hundred dollars for no, ni- for like nineteen every day, all the all for, day. Yeah, you were gone every for nineteen week. days. You know, yeah. like I don't fuck around. I'm not fucking around anymore. That's what I, I'm like. This is not my old life. I, uh, yeah, there are certain things here and there, but. It's not my old life, yeah. you know. So, but it's okay. We're, Occasional strip club with Dan Anderson. That I went with Hendo. It wasn't like I want to go to you a strip did club. Get a hand job. I did not get a hand job. <laughs> I got it from Hendo. See, but like there, there are there are very very. <laughs> He's got that old man trick. There was one Dude, club, and I, I was gonna say that fucking wrestler grip. Yeah. Oh, grip oh lot. boy. It was. I was honored. Yeah, he uh, stretched it like um, Stretch Armstrong. What? <laughs> <laughs> He ended up getting three extra inches, though. Yeah. The the corn syrup they injection. Found three inches longer dick. So, yeah, I'll take it. A little yeah. thinner, but longer. Well, I was gonna say there's not there's not too many situations that I would not go to the strip club with Dan Henderson. Like there yeah. would be, it's very few and far between that would keep me. It was from his that. after like, party. Birth yeah. of my child. And you get to go in the limo. Yeah, you but you can look at you birth of my child. That might be one. Yeah, but, then, I mean, you know, but, but she was like, "Well, you know, that's disgusting funerals. about your old life. You were trying to fill a void." Like, Absolutely, my old life was empty. Like those fucking yeah, that's the that now that I have fun. you. That was all fun, but it was quick highs. I'm in now. I'm in a relationship with a woman that I love. That's it's a it's a huge high. It's an overall high. It's not a 
It's not a it's fucking a body hop. It's a it's it's not a quick. It's not a it's not a quick like boom down boom yeah, down. Yeah. It's a consistent up, you know. And I but yeah, I I could have done things differently. But when you're in a producer hat and you're also acting in it and you're casting in it and you wrote it, I had fifty five thousand fucking things yeah, going you on. You needed support more than anything. And else. I thought she would just laugh about it, or I thought she might roll her eyes and be like, "You're an idiot." And the girl was hot, so I was like, "Oh look." It's based on my real life. You're hot. She's hot. And like things that I thought, I, but I didn't realize to the extent of how annoyed she would get, which was really fucking annoyed. But it happens. You know, we're strong. We're, we're a better couple because of it. I hope so, at least. Uh, anyway. You, you so, will be. Yeah. When, when she's over it, you will be. But now she doesn't want to watch it. She's like, I, I can't support this project. And I don't, I don't want to parse it. She wants me to edit out that scene. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, I'm not editing. It's girl. so weird. It, yeah. I mean, it's just you in bed with her in the morning. Like, it's a piece of fiction. It's- yeah. I know. But, you know, hey, listen, chicks are weird, so. I had to throw out the sheets. All, 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 all kinds of stuff that, like. You had was, to throw out the sheets? Yeah. Like, for real, you had to throw out the sheets? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but, now you can add that to your bit. Yeah. She no, made you do it twice. No, I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I keep having to get new bedding. Yeah, no, I'm going to, like, actually. There's, <laughs> there's so much uh, that if I can, there's so much of this that I can actually Adam use in my sponsor. comedy routine. Yeah. Like, I have to just. It's just so, so fucking all disjointed that yeah. I haven't. I have to sit down. But on the upside, it. so how many days were you shooting? Two. Two. Halfway done. Okay. Uh, we have two more days of shooting. Okay. We have, we're in, like, the school. I may have to cut one scene, which sucks, a bar, because we, we're already over budget. I did all my lines. I was nervous about me sucking. Like, I didn't suck. You know, I think that I was actually... Uh, we'll wait to see. We'll fun. see. I mean, I was happy with it. <laughs> and and I, got to put, I got to give Eve Edwards a, a big part in it. Yeah. I got my friend Rob Belushi. Old, old, old man Eve. Old man Eve. Yeah, we had to age him. Uh, Rob Belushi, who was like my high school... I, he's Jim Belushi's son. He was in my high school wrestling team in real life. And I was a huge like improv actor, been a bunch of movies. He was the bad guy. I put Jay in it. Davis, a good friend of mine. I, I was going to put you in it. You, yeah. you, you had a p- great part. Uh, no, it did. It was fucking great. Trust me. Uh, it was, the f- it's it kind of stole the whole thing, but Bill Dawes did a great job as your part. Oh, okay. He came in with like a neck brace and like, I let everyone kind of, Explore like Jay Davis wore a dress for a scene. He was a transgender. It was really funny. That's funny. The whole thing was he was, looked. Oh my god! Did you see the picture on his Instagram? No, I haven't seen it. It was sc- it was scary. Uh, it was <laughs> and it, was, it was like hamburger Marys on Sunday night. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't know how you do. You never done hamburger Marys on Sunday night for bingo? Oh, they do charity bingo. It's yeah. hosted by a, a uh, drag queen. She's fucking awesome. Roxy Wood. I've heard it's about it. So it's but so fun. Awesome. It's so fucking fun, and the prizes are it does, sweet. Uh, and, and it's legendary. Yeah, yeah. I won. I I did it. I won. Uh, I got bingo. The bingo. Oh, did you? Really? Yeah, I won like three bottles of wine. Some like God, some. I'm like, always that you guy. Know, one, like whatever. One dob away from you know one square away from getting bingo. It's a bingo. Yeah, like, that was years ago, and I, I've yet to win again. But so so Tyler, <laughs> yeah. you had your big fight. Had my big fight. Talk to us. Didn't go as planned. What happened? I lost. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, guy came out swinging haymakers and uh, caught me early, rocked me early, and from the from the first punch, I was just kind of in my head. Like we were talking to all those fighters before, and they were saying, you know, stay calm, keep your composure. That's exactly what they were talking about, and I did not do it. Ah. Like I got hit. And immediately was like, fuck, I don't want that to happen again. Which, of course, 
Is now, I heard you were throwing haymakers too, though. Oh yeah, I was, we were throwing at each other. Like I connected with him a couple times. He said I talked to him uh, yesterday on Instagram. He said his head's all bruised up and his legs hurt and his neck was sore and stuff. But he had a giant head. Like I connected clean with a head kick, like full on head kick. Right. Hit him shin right in the temple, and he just like looked at me and ran through me and took me down. He took you so down. He took me down, which was interesting. So we were, we were game planning for this guy to be a wrestler and be, and be trying to shoot on me the whole time, which didn't happen. He came out and started swinging. So in my mind, I was like, all right, well, I guess we're in a stand-up fight now. Never even crossed my mind. Maybe this guy doesn't want to go to the ground with me, and maybe I should be trying to take it to the ground. So we just ended up slugging it out for uh, the first round. He he got a takedown, uh, and I put him in closed guard for a while. He was trying to get out. I was trying to set something up. It just, you know, it's fast and, and slippery and didn't work. And then the second round, I was I was. Is it harder to set something up gassed, when you're wearing man. shin guards? Is it harder? Uh, no, I had like I had really thin ones on with the foot wasn't covered, so I could still have that full like a full grip. Um. But he hit me. I mean, he tagged me five or six times in the first round. That every I was in and out every time. Wow, so you don't you, like. So you didn't know where you were. I knew where I was, but it was one of you know like when you stand up too fast and everything goes dim and then it comes back. Did it was you one see of those, those little situations. like those little yeah, stars? Yeah, stars and felt it in my job. I still feel it in my head. Um, but in my in my head, it was you know I get hit. Everything goes black. Everything comes back. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Let's get our composure. Keep your hands up. Okay. Time to throw. Right? I went back and watched it, and it was like, boom, get hit. Boom, I throw. Like, it was one second. Right. And so the the experience of going back and watching it afterwards compared to what I remember it, yeah. that's what let me know like dude you were so, you were freaking out so you like, were like throw time. so you yeah. got hit you were throwing after you got hit every time versus yeah like, like we like he but, would know but versus like you weren't just taking initiative and it was like you were fighting his no fight. i was taking initiative so like when he would hit me it was it was usually on counters because i was i was super tense like if you if you watch it just not loose not you know no, not decisive. No, what, what just throwing. Ten minutes like, before the fight, were you warm? Were you loose? I was warm. Yeah, I mean, I was. I was ready to go. I was ready to go. Um, my head was in it. My body felt great. I felt like I, I had opened you my had the lungs flu up. A couple days before, you were I, sick. I was sick. Um, and I and I woke up that morning and I felt pretty good. I think first of all, I woke up and I ended up uh, being six pounds under. Wait, so what? It was Six pounds under. It was 175. Number I weighed 69? it at 169. And what did he weigh at? 75? 76. Oh. Wow. He weighed at 76. So he cut He cut from 85, I think. Why did you? What, what happened there? The night before, I went to sleep at 176. You lost six pounds in a night? Yeah. Seven pounds? Yeah. You just it nervous? Was, nerves? I, I fucking guess so. Like I woke up and I was like, Talk "What about the, what the life fuck, syndrome. man?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. On the and I was drinking water. Head. Like I was drinking water. You know, I I went he's, to bed and I was like, "All right, you know, I have. I'm only a, a pound over." All he's, he's sleep, sleep, uh, <laughs> yeah, squatting. He's sleep squatting. He's doing sleep um, squats. But yeah, so I woke up six pound under. Under. That's crazy. It was crazy. I've never in my life. 
Every fat person in the world, like that's your dream. (laughs) Like that's always been my dream to just wake up six pounds light. Now you don't think maybe you were sick and that's why you you were dehydrated? Could I mean it could have been all sorts of things. I'm not going to make it because what are you now? Like 80, 85? I'm back up to like yeah, like 78. Wow, you're a tall guy too. What are you, six one? Yep. Wow, damn. All so, right. Uh, so then after so yeah, the- so second round, like I came out and I was I was gas man. He hit me. He hit me enough to take whatever cardio I did still have away. My legs felt like jelly, and at that point it was like the, the marine mode kicked in. Like, all right, well, if we're doing this, let's we're either gonna get fucking put away or we're gonna put them away, and uh, got hit one more time right on the note like a hook on the nose so it came across instead of going in i think broke my nose oh yeah because i now i heard you i saw you in the locker room because uh after on your instagram live going what happened what did he hit me with did you know what he hit you with like right afterwards or did you know no, no. so you, were you out cold i i don't know I don't really. <laughs> were you? I, so like I remember. Okay, the the like the yes, first thing the first thing I remember afterwards, like he hit me. I remember taking a shot. I remember feeling the the hit and then covering up. So I I was there for it, and then it was it was stopped immediately. I don't think he got one more shot in. Oh, okay. So like they pulled him off, and I kind of rolled over, but I was sitting on the gr- like I was chilling on the ground for a second. Doctor came over, checked my jaw, checked my nose, you know, made sure I was okay. And they said, "All right, you know, brought the stool over there." And they're like, "All right, whenever you're ready." And I was like, "Okay." And I went to get up, and I went, uh, "Nope, give me one more, one more second, one more second." And it just like I couldn't stand up. Yeah. So I was there, but I mean, like this makes me never it was ever a cloud. fight ever in my life because I look at you, I'm like brown belt, you fucking train all the time. Good rest, solid wrestler. I mean, when you were hitting the bag, I remember Jay Moore was like, I never seen anybody hit the bag as hard as you did. And I'm like, so do you think it's a mental aspect or like for for this one it for sure was. Um I think just because I, I didn't spar that much, like hard sparring is kind of there's, you know, the two schools of thought are like either you want to hard spar all the time or you just want to stay away and get ready for the fight and save your body. Um but I think it's needed for those certain situations, like when you do get caught, like how do you react? You know, you can you can drill that into your into your head, like okay, when I get hit, make sure I back up, make sure I take my time, get my breast, keep my hands up, you know, get back into it, stay calm, and then go. And for me, it was like fuck, I got hit, and everything just like everything inside me was like, now you gotta you gotta fight back right now, you know. Damn. So it was like I'm getting hit and then going right back into it like like and they're you know you always want to make them pay like if they hit you I'm going to hit you too like if I get hit you're going to at least pay for for hitting me which I did a good job like it was a good fight up until up until he Are got you going to fight me. again? Probably not. My girlfriend didn't even want to look at me. <laughs> like she lit, I I didn't see her for 2 days. Because she came over and she's like, I can't, like, I can't look at you right now. It freaks me out. No, wow. my, and my face was fucking. Maybe, maybe I should fight. Shit, man. Maybe yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I got a couple days away from. You get a, <laughs> yeah, if you ever need a couple days away from the wife, just go uh, get yourself into a fight and break your nose. That's, I mean, that's crazy. But it was a good, it was a good experience. You know, um, I, I think I got what I needed out of it. 
Like it was definitely an itch that I needed to scratch. I wasn't doing it because I wanted to to be a fighter or, you know, go pro or anything. You know, if I had won in spectacular fashion, I'd probably done another one. But ultimately, after my first fight, it was like I went and got knocked out so fast. Like didn't even throw a punch and got caught and just went down. So in my head, that's what everybody you know, has seen me as like, oh yeah, you're like a, you do MMA, but like you got yeah, knocked out in six seconds. Though. You know, that's the, that's the sad part. Well, yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted other people to know that. So everybody I talked to afterward, like my roommates and my friends, they're like, God damn, that was like you guys were fucking going at each other. What did you know? what did, uh, what, did what did Vince say? Vince, uh, he said a couple things. He said <laughs> I need he said I need to train differently. Need to train with better people. Maybe need some new coaching. This is the guy who doesn't train. Um, if, if Vince is telling you, you gotta, this is the guy who does yeah. a, a full-time ele- electrician. Like, mayhem telling you, you're making bad decisions. Yeah, yeah. Mayhem telling me, give me relationship <laughs> advice. But it was... Yeah. The guy from jail. From, <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm literally paying... In jail is like, man, you really make some mistakes. Yeah. yeah He's like, I... <laughs> but so. it was good. Like, I wanted to know... I knew that I could do it in training, but I wanted to know that I could, I could get hit and keep coming forward. And and I proved that you know until until he hit me right. All right, let's, let's next time let's prove that we can win. Down, All right, let's prove we can win next yeah, time. Exactly. So if I do it again, it's going to be proved to yourself you can your, win. Your submissions are. I've seen you roll. Like like I thought you were just well. Just so and he everyone. didn't and he didn't he didn't really engage with me on the ground and that was the thing. So he got he got two takedowns in the first round, one off the head kick, like I skipped the leg off his head, and he just kind of plowed into me. But got up three seconds once I started to recover guard he just pushed off and, and stood up and was like hey get up so he doesn't land that first punch you think the fight goes differently i think so i think so and yeah i mean i just, you know who knows right who knows now, maybe Greg, it goes exactly I the same inevitably the fight goes differently if he doesn't get hit with that first one yeah i mean of course the whole rest of the fight was predicated on yeah it. It if i had had another right now, greg you're taking 10 tyson, seconds the old tyson thing now, uh, now greg you started doing 10th planet jiu-jitsu i tried once how'd it go i didn't go back what now? What happened? Okay, here's what happened. I was okay. So I went. I, okay, listen to this. Okay, so I go and I do the one class and everything, and I liked it. But then I get home and I immediately had tweaked my my wrist and shoulder doing it from them pulling me in. Oh yeah. You know? And I, you know, I I was like, I, wait a minute, I'm about to go do. You know, I had to go to the Dominican Republic and make that money. I'm about to go shoot shoot a show in Vancouver. You know, I can't show up in a fucking knee brace. You know, and it just seemed to me, and maybe it's this way at all these schools, I don't know, but it seemed to me, at least at this one, that these guys, obviously, they know what they're doing, they're passionate about it, but it seemed like there wasn't a strong delineation between beginners, intermediate, and advanced. It seemed like guys were just there to train. And I was like, all I need to do, and the other thing is, when you got your knee fucking uh, injured doing it, and so what happened was, is I found myself... See, dreading going back to do it again. Now, did you go live at all? No, this was just doing the training. Wow. This is just doing the submission, th- the, the takedown uh, drill. That's Ooh. all it was. Now, it was just did... yanking on my arm. And and it, was... Then, it was a shoulder that I already kind of had a problem with. Right. And I kept wanting to switch up. He goes, no, I only really do it from that side. So, I mean, they, and so it's not that they do anything wrong. They seem to really know what they're doing. It's just I was like, I'm going to get in one bad position with one guy that's super gung-ho and then I'm going to be the guy walking around in a fucking leg splint for six weeks. Oh, yeah. And I can't afford to be doing that right now with so much coming up. Yeah, that and can... And so that was... That really became the... Uh, that really was the deciding factor because I was like, I can't get injured. I need to go to something that... Because I'm not doing it because I want to be a fighter. I just like 
in terms of working out, I hate the gym. It's oh, so I fucking, fucking hate the gym. Boring. I hate the gym. So when I do something, like I did some Taekwondo training for two, a couple of years, because that was fun. But I got really bored with it, because it was super repetitive. And like learning forms to me is the stupidest fucking shit in the universe. Like, what are we wasting time on this for? I'm not trying to be a Taekwondo master. I just want to work out. Let's just keep punching and kicking. That's right. all I enjoy. Right. I would have so paid. I, I would have paid to see you though in Tenth Planet No Gi, rolling around. Did you have the spats on in the rash guard, or did you just like have no. a short? short now, now short, like it was just yeah. So you show up. You're like, I want to learn jujitsu. Yeah, I was like, this seems like really great exercise. Yeah, it's very isometric. Right, right. You know, it's very you just kind of tensed up holding shit for a long time, and then, which is different from any other kind of exercise I've done. And they ended up you ended up learning takedowns. Yeah, oh, like one takedown. Yeah. Did you take it now? Now, did you take when you took the person down? Did you feel tough? Like you've actually accomplished something? Or well, I felt like oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense. This is what it looks like. Okay, yeah. this makes a lot of sense. You know, like okay, all right, put your feet here, do that. You know, lift your. Well, made, I'm starting to get this. Really yeah, made, right. Yeah, right. It made sense. Okay, um, but they would do it to me. The way to fight it off, resisting right. it, that made sense. Doing it to them, jumping around, getting them, and rolling down, it made sense. I enjoyed that part. But then later that night, when my wrist and shoulder were both like my hand was shaking. When you're pulling out your Santa Cruz medicinals, and yeah, like, I was like, oh, exactly. I couldn't that, fucking unscrew dude, a fucking cap. I was like, okay, and this was like the beginnerist beginner. You know, hey, we're not gonna hurt you, class. Right. I'm like, okay, I'm maybe I'm a little too old for this school. You know, I think for me to do to do that training, I would have to do private training. I would just hire a guy whose job is to train me. That's what right. I, I don't like about jiu-jitsu classes is that, like, the wrestling, like, we start from the ground up. We learn single legs, takedowns, level one, two, basic shit before we have a thing. Whereas jiu-jitsu, it's like you could just walk into a class and learn their, like, tenth point, their, like, ten-point right, right. sweep. And you're, but, like, I don't... I want to learn arm triangles or just basic triangles or basic Kimuras before I start to learn like a, a vaporizer or something. And it seemed like yeah, you kind of just jump in on whatever they're doing that day. Yeah. That's what you're yeah. doing. Right. And and that was my thing. I was like, where's the beginner class? Yeah. Where's the one that's got the other old fat guys you know, <laughs> who are big fans who just want to do it to, you know, to understand <laughs> it and enjoy it and uh, not like the guys that are like, dude, I'm going to get there. I'm going to rip your fucking head off. You know, like I just, I, it was a little more intense than I was looking for. Yeah. Let's talk about real fighting for a second. Uh, so Alex Jones uh, has offered a million dollars to fight Joe Rogan. Oh, please. Uh, I would love that. The money goes to charity, he said. But he, he says, I mean, have somebody made like a really funny promo. I just retweeted it. It was like the funniest shit ever. I actually just embedded the video. I mean, I, it like links to his video. Um, but it was like the funniest thing, like... So this guy did a... Here, I don't know. Alex Jones drinks bone broth. <laughs> Maybe... Uh, Wasn't there... Did he... Okay, I still can't figure out... million dollars to charity he wants to get in the ring with me. Bare knuckle. I'll get in the ring with you and I will break your jaw. I will knock your teeth out. I will break your nose and I will break your neck. Fucking with the real violence. Yeah. You don't know what violence is. Never, man. I'm going to do it. Oh, you're MMA. You've got a bald head. You're so tall. I'm so scared. Alex, you're out there. You're short and fat and stupid. But you're ugly as fuck. Your nose is disgusting. Fuck you. Big guy. I got big muscles. I've always been strong. And I've got that in-between body size. What's it called? Everything's a fucking conspiracy. General, talk to my grandma. Yeah. He told yeah. me about the coffin. Four foot tall coffin. Yeah. They're little alien babies. They took them to the back of the hearse. They had him 
embalmed, and my, my aunt saw it, and they killed her in the forest. So, I find your, your, your fucking opinions are exhausting, and they're boring. Destroy Joe Rogan! Yes, sir, Jesus! I will do it! No more games! War! Ah! He'll scream and yell and call me a demon. Said, like, Just hold that motherfucker by his neck. Fuck you. Ugh. Fuck yeah. Now I'm gonna torture you for about six weeks. He'll start begging for your mommy War! and your daddy. War! War! This is a crazy picture of I just I don't I don't know. Surprisingly long sketch though. I don't know. Yeah, thirty seconds is what the uh, actual industry standard is for that kind of a satirical promo. Whoever edited that needs to learn how to edit it down. I don't know. I was thoroughly entertained by it. It is good, but I mean we kind of get it. Yeah, we got it. I got it after the first go back and forth. I was looking at the time bar at the bottom, going, "There's like another minute to this." Does Alex Jones really believe that he can take Joe Rogan? I mean, that's insane. That's the craziest conspiracy. That would probably be the least crazy thing that Alex Jones believes. I don't probably, know. You know, you're right. You're exactly right about that. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's of I all mean, the things he believes, no, 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 the if, fact what? that he could fight another man but, is probably like. But well, what yeah, if Joe I mean, calls him his bullshit? Just says, okay, all right. Oh I'll my fight. God, put it on pay per view. Worth a million bucks, and yeah, put it on pay per view. Yeah. It's going to be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, Joe might actually say okay. I, 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 that like, guy just decides to invoke Jesus. Jesus like, Christ! He told please, me to do it. Please. Oh, I'm go, like, oh my! Like Jesus! Like seriously! Like Jesus is in heaven, going. You know what I would like? <laughs> I'd like. For, don't worry about children with cancer, famines, wars. I want Alex Jones. <laughs> To fight Joe Rogan. That's well, what I'm concerned with today, right he's now. He's omnipotent. Me, Jesus. So it's not like he does not. Con- he's concerned about all of it. This just happens to be, yeah. you know, Alex is one of his special children. That's right. He's really. He I wants mean, him to. Line. Yeah, he, he wants him to win. Line. Imagine, imagine hey, Alex. Oh, who's this? Alex? Alex, what's up, buddy? It's Jesus. Imagine Alex. How are things going with the peace and screaming? <laughs> imagine he landed like a lucky punch and like won Alex Jones. Like the internet would yeah, just. Yeah. Er- like, like everything you thought was true <laughs> would just be. Oh, completely. They'd be I'm, like, I'm, Jesus prevails. <laughs> Dude, this is proof God exists. I would love to see that fight, though. Tell me you wouldn't watch that oh fight. My, I, would I would watch totally it. Watch that I, that's a pay-per-view. I would actually pay per view. I would I, watch that fight every day. I might cancel like a gig to like watch that totally. fight. Totally. Yeah, exactly. You would actually not show up like, I am not missing this fight. <laughs> Sorry. Now, that being said, I really don't think he gets lucky. I no. don't think that even is in the realm of possibility. No, I think Joe Rogan spinning wheel kicks him and the fight's over. Yeah. You know... Or just I, th- I, I mean, think he just keeps. I don't think so. I think Joe Rogan toys with him. I think that, and, that's right. And fucking, I think it's cho- like jujitsu's him to make him suffer. Right. Puts pressure, makes him feel like he's suffocating, and then just toys them. Yeah. yeah. Slaps him a little. Well, it yeah, depends exactly. on what kind of fight it is, too. Yeah. I'm sure he would say, "Oh, boxing." Yeah. Well, he says bare knuckle. You know. He said. Yeah, bare knuckle. So <laughs> bare he's probably, knuckle. Hey, what, okay. maybe we'll see him in bare knuckle boxing championship. Did you watch uh, the UFC over the weekend? I I saw a couple. No. I got I home. Some, uh, yeah. I got home from San Diego late. I watched all of Bellator. I thought that was a really good card. I liked it. Oh, we have we have a guy that's actually going to be on the podcast at one o'clock. I think you're leaving. Yeah. Uh, the next big thing. Bellator's next big thing. That that that's his 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 uh, nickname. Actually. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah. He he gave himself the nickname. Uh, the next Richard Kiley. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he he won his fight. Um, and then but the UFC. Um. Tiago Santos is a murderer. Yeah. That guy with the... I mean, that guy... Jesus. How about that Bob Arena fight, though? Oh. That was the week before. 
Oh, was that the week before? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm off. But still, yeah. I was out of the country. I'm missing yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Barbarina fight was amazing. That though. was an amazing fight. Yeah, yeah. So UFC Prague, John Dodson lost. That guy he lost was pretty good too. That guy, uh, Peter, that uh, Pieter, whatever his name is. Did you watch that? Oh yeah. The, I mean, but Dodson, yeah, Dodson lost. Gian Vellante got hit with a liver shot. That was like, you ever hit with a liver shot? Uh, I have been hit with a liver shot. What does that feel Describe like? That. Yeah, I've always wanted because they say it like releases all the poison, like hurts like a motherfucker. It's like that. it's paralyzing, right? It's paralyzing. Like you're telling yourself to stand up and take a step, and you can't. It's like if you're standing straight up and you're saying just keep standing straight, and your body starts just folding over. Like wow. no. I'm not going to listen to the brain. Like, we have to protect ourselves right now. Yeah. It's weird. So, it's yeah. not like, it's painful, but it's not pain. It's not like you would think like, like burning your hand or like even right. getting kicked in the leg or getting punched in the face painful. It's like a different, it's just like debilitating. It's almost like getting kicked in the nuts. Really? That's Where what it's I was like, it's, like it doesn't it sound like hurt. <laughs> Right. But it's like weird, like, it's a pain oh, that takes over. Yeah. yeah, it just takes over your whole body. Yeah, yeah. The way, that, the way that getting kicked in the nuts pain spreads. <laughs> like at first, it's the worst. At first, you're like, ha! Oh, like, it just, ah, like, invades your body. Feel it under your chest, like, yeah, oh, like Jesus. Up, you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, liver shots are, they're di- I mean, <laughs> hey, boss, boss definitely had the formula. He I had the formula down right. a long, long time, but I'll tell you what, you never forget that. <sighs> That never. pain just grows up never. into your body. It's like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, that, and then there was uh, Liz Carmouche one. Happy, your fellow Marine. Yeah, I missed it. I missed it. I was bummed. But I heard she did. It, it, she was pretty dominant. She did. Did yeah. you ever uh, meet her? I never met her. Uh, never met her. Yeah, she, yeah, she won her Shout fight. out to Liz Carmouche. Uh, was, and then uh, Stefan Struve won. Sweet, sweet Struve. Woo! Sweet, sweet Struve. Yeah. I'm surprised he's fighting again. Well, so he, soon. He got he got dropped within 10 seconds of the fight. Well, that's how really. Then that's came back and won. Did he really? That's crazy. Because yeah. after his last fight, I was like, I think maybe he should stop fighting. A lot of people thought that. Yeah, because he didn't look so good. My favorite, though, was when he was in a hospital in time, like a, a broken jaw. And he's like, I'm roasted. Make me laugh. I'm in pain. <laughs> and, and then I, I made him laugh. And then he's like, every time I made a joke about it, he's like, I'm going to find you and I'm going to punch you in the balls. And, like, and I couldn't tell if he was serious or not. But uh, that was, was like the Dutch sense of that weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. weird. Dutch sense of humor. Right. <laughs> so, about, uh, maybe it's just a giant sense of humor. Exactly. So yeah, so Stephen Struve won his fight. He looked really good. I was actually I was doing that sweet, sweet Struve down in uh, sup- the Dominican Republic. Were you really? Oh yeah. You, Struve. You weren't worried about being tainted or anything? Or? No, we, you know, you try a little bit first. Oh, you're fucking crazy. That's, that's why you go to a third world country and try it. Was pretty, it was nice. It was good coke. It was oh, good Struve. Good Struve. It was good Struve. <laughs> sweet, sweet Struve. I always say he's built like a line of coke. <laughs> but by the way, that's uh, fucking by the way, rest in peace to my friend Brody Stevens who passed oh, away no, again. That, can I tell you something? Okay, so I'm at a dinner at the in the Dominican, and everybody's drinking and celebrating and all this business. And uh, and I was it was a corporate gig, but you know they were having this big dinner, and um, the uh, uh, I I checked my Instagram. I was posting, see if something posted, and I start seeing all the messages about about Brody. And it really sincerely fucked me up. Like, I had to get up, leave the table, 
like go somewhere else because I didn't want to stress. You know, people going, "What's wrong, Greg?" You know, right, you're right, right. trying to. That's the last thing make, you, you know, want. Exactly, yeah. and I didn't want to be going. <laughs> so I, I literally, I got up and I, I just left the room and I went. I actually had to call Summer. I was like, I just got some some fucking weird news and it just really hit me weird and you know because he was such a great guy and it's like this again and he was a great guy and, and I you know I worked with Brody. I, I cast him on you know Kamikaze comedy yeah. and. We were friends. I mean, I started doing comedy with him 20 years ago in, laund- in laundromats in New York City. Yeah. We did comedy together. And then I Jeez. saw him two weeks ago. Uh, it was they people did their half hours, and me and Brody did a warm up together. And like, we, we were friends. You know, he was a good friend of mine. He always did the dime bar. But the last time I saw him, he was really sad. He's like, asked about the road and. He's like, they don't get me. People don't get me. And I'm like, oh, dude, you're just, dude, you, you have your core base, you know? And then he's like, yeah, but they don't, people don't get me. And then he posted, he got some bad reviews for his, his, his half hour. And he posted it on Facebook like last week about like, mm-hmm. and like the day before he was like watching my videos on Instagram, like liking them, you know, like it was just, I don't know what happened, but uh, I, I know, I, I know. And that's the problem and with never, you, you, voice. you never can. People, the only people that want to talk are the haters. Why can't anybody fucking? Where are the people that actually enjoyed it? Right. Oh yeah. Well, no, there were a lot. It was like four hundred people saying, "No, you, Brody, you're the best." You gotta focus on that. Yeah, always. I know, but comics, we always focus on the one person that's not happy. Like we'll be in a show crushing the whole crowd, and one person will be frowning, and we will be fixing. Why don't you fucking like me? Exactly. Love me, love me like the hundreds of others loving me right now. Why won't you love me? And even after the show, someone will be like, "Oh, tough crowd," and you're like. Well, huh? Fuck you. Like, and that will, that'll be the one comment that will <laughs> echo with you all night long. Yeah. You'll go out and <laughs> celebrate with people that love you. And like, dude, you're the best. Get shot. But in your mind, you're just thinking about that one cocksucker. Or you yeah. think that, or I, then, I, then I go, oh, maybe I was too dirty and they won't book me back. Or, or then I go, oh, man, like, I, I didn't record that set. Now no one will, now I'll never have it again. That, that moment's gone forever. Like, I, it just gets to the point where it's like, it just, it's never enough as yeah. a comic. It, it's hard. It is really hard. Uh, and Brody was very different, very unique, and you know did his own thing. And you either got him or you didn't. Yeah. You know there was no. Well, that's for sure. It was that no, is for sure. There was no in between. But the part, the hard part about, like I knew Brody pretty well. You know he, we we he was a he was a Republican dude. He, he had like his he, he was he was not like you know he had his own views on things. He was his own person. But the Brody that like a lot of times he was always on with people. Like yeah. he felt the need to always perform for people. But that wasn't what it was. He he didn't really know how to turn it off, or he didn't think. Yeah, it's just the way he was. Yeah, but but that wasn't the way he was. He felt like he needed to do that a lot of times. You know, I think a lot of people that said that they know like that they know Brody really didn't know Brody. You know, like he just always felt like he needed to make everyone happy, and that he wasn't enough off stage. He had to be the same. Well, I think every every comedian, every you know, well, classically cut comedian suffers from that. Yeah. You know, now, now you have a lot of just kids that, you know, grew up on stand up comedy and their parents drove them, are willing to drive them to open bikes and they, you know, they're yeah. good at comedy. And right. It's just different. I mean, the generation, you know, generation. There's not now. like the, the persona versus who they are. Right. Exactly. It's, it's, it's more, just, like, mm, more like, okay, hey, yeah, I want to tell jokes. Comedy's a thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Whereas before you had to be kind of a tortured person who needed attention and validation from outside sources. And those were the people that went into comedy. Yeah, so but that's you, what makes the best jokes. It usually well. does. I mean, tortured <laughs> individuals usually bring that their pain, their edge to their comedy. And, and, you know, but now, you know, you don't see it as much. I mean, now it's really just kids that grew up watching it on YouTube all day. And they're like, Hey, I want to tell jokes for a living. Right. And so it, it's a little bit different now. 
than it was. But I mean, true, you know, the way the classic comedian was cut was was a, a tortured individual. Yeah. And that applies to the female comics as well. Oh, yeah. Probably you more know, so. Probably more. <laughs> yeah. Probably more so than it does. But just as much between the men and the women, there was, you know, that kind of depression. You know, I mean, look at Robin Williams. He had the greatest career he could possibly have right. as a comedian. Television success, film success, never ending. Like, yeah. it, and there was never a dip right. in the career. And yet at the end, he still felt alone and isolated. That it well, yeah, because I think it's like you're chasing that like, well, maybe maybe if I can make other people feel better and make other people yeah. laugh, then it'll, you know, I'll get it for myself, which it's going to for sure work for a certain amount of time. Sure. But if you don't get to the core of what that that trauma or whatever it is coming from, then it's like. You know, but you can put band-aids on cuts so all funny, day. It's not going to heal it. Is that even though when you address it, that doesn't fix it. Yeah. Uh, I also think that, you know, on a, Brody talked on a periscope about not having been able to afford his medication and trying to make enough money. By the way, I didn't realize people still use periscope. You keep mentioning it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the second time today. today. Well, he, yeah. was, he was a big periscope <laughs> I'm guy. Like, I'm like, when the fuck? He was, a big, he was a big... I deleted that app like a year ago. He was a big periscope guy. Still Snapchat and, and, too? And I guess like, you <laughs> know... Snapchat, yeah. He's like, I think a lot, of times, a lot of times with medication... People they go on medication and then they feel great, and so they get off. And the they medication, go, I don't need medication and then the dip is tremendous. And then it's, yeah, right. so maybe that was another thing. But uh, but yeah, rest in peace, Brody Stevens. He, he was one of my favorite people. No, he was watch. one of the best souls there is in comedy. And uh, I, I tell you what, I, I it hit me pretty hard, and I hate saying that. I didn't post anything on social media because so many people did, and I felt like it was well. I didn't want to be just another person like that's true. I miss you, bro. You yeah, know, oh, man, exactly. we were such I good mean, friends. You know, I, I know how I felt about him. I feel right. the same as everybody else does about him. I felt like the conversation didn't need. Yeah, you don't have in. to let everybody else know it, it, that exactly. you're feeling feelings exactly. all the time. So I just, I, I, I just felt it, and and it really hurt, man. I, I'm getting a little choked up right now just talking about it because. Yeah. Because it, it, you know, it, it it makes you scared for your entire comedy community, right? Knowing because we all know that that's what lies beneath. <laughs> you know, we do, and we don't talk about it. We all kind of like put on. Well, everybody hat. talks about it, but it's always like, "Oh, we're so tortured!" Ha 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 ha! Exactly, and we laugh our way through it. Yeah, and, and yeah. that's what it is. We laugh our way through it. I mean, and, I and think you don't uh, want other people to make drama out of it, right? Like, no, 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 don't make, we're making comedy out of it, right? You right. Know? But then when it actually, you know, uh, boils over and ensnares someone that you didn't think was in the category of being ensnared. Like, there are certain people that if that ha they did that, you'd be like, yeah, I saw that coming. <laughs> you know? There are some guys that have been trying to kill themselves for quite some time. Yeah, but a lot of times I feel like those people aren't the ones you have to worry about. It's, it, it, it's, it winds it's, exactly. It winds up being the person that you think you didn't have to worry about. Yeah. You know? It'd be like, oh, shit, Artie Lang committed suicide. You're like, well, wow. he's been trying to come <laughs> like, yeah. He's been killing himself for 30 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the way it goes. So It would still we, be sad. Uh, no, absolutely. Obviously. Absolute Sorry, tragedy. Artie. It is <laughs> an absolute tragedy. And, and so that... But yeah, it wouldn't be a surprise. Right. I mean, and I think it, it just hit like... Fuck, suicide's one of those things. It's not even like... Oh, they just got in a car accident, or oh, they yeah. got cancer no, and died a, a month choice. later. They're like like it was I'm like, done with this. I'm yeah, cool. yeah. Fuck, at the man. same time, sometimes I wonder, do we? Okay, this may sound crazy, but I mean, you know, this is your life. We're all allowed to make choices. Yeah, and you know, sometimes you're just done. Oh, I mean, isn't that? Look, I mean, I've thought I mean, about. I mean, that, I think everybody's yes. had that thought. Yeah. And, and, and if you, and if you haven't, anymore. if you haven't, 
then I think you're lying to yourself. Even if it was just a fleeting thing. I like, exactly I think right. about it all the time. Nobody that went like, 13 years who didn't think about oh, it. Oh, yeah. At least. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. I still do every once in a while. Like, not never like contemplating it, never serious, but right. it's like, never enough to actually you know go, what? Right. Like, I could fucking kill myself totally. so like, easy. Right, it would be like, so easy. It would right. be so easy. And, like, and nobody like, knows what happens cool after. I'm right now. Like, right now, I'm yeah. sick of this shit. Yeah. I'm I've sick done, of dealing with I've that. I'm sick of dealing with that. I'm sick of feeling like this. <laughs> yeah, I've done some shit, you know, whatever. I had a good 30 years. I had a good run, right? Yeah. And, and so, I think that that's good I think advice. Half not of that it, I'm encouraging anybody to do it. I'm just saying. Hello, that, Richard. You know, sometimes it seems like. I can understand how that like that's me. a legitimate way. Like yeah, yeah. Like, like, like you're like you know what? This okay. is my choice. I choose this. Yes. Hello. And, and that's still. I mean, yeah. Is this Richard? Somebody absolutely. And especially okay, guys, the hold other on. Richard. Hello. We weren't having an important discussion. We are having an important discussion. We also have. <laughs> a, but we also have a guy. Uh, hello, Richard. I'm just and I'm just you know exploring the thought there. Of I'm course, not encouraging it. I'm just saying that. But that's we, what that's what you need. You hello, need to Richard. be able to explore these kinds of thoughts yeah, instead honestly, of honestly and not say like, "What do you do? You what know? do you mean? I've never thought about that ever. Yeah, what are you talking about? Like, shut the fuck it, up, yeah. man. And so there, I think there is, that that brings empathy to the situation. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I it hurt. Maybe it just not. hurt like a motherfucker. Well, yeah, you you're know, crazy. I, I obviously you know you feel miserable. Hello, Richard. But God damn it, this is America, and you can do whatever this is Richard Kiley? you want, Brody. It's your choice, you know? Hey, okay, here we go. What's up, people? Sexual performance issues. Let's talk about them. They are way more common than you think. Over 25% of new ED cases are guys under the age of 40. 40% of men by the age of 40 struggle from not being able to get and maintain an erection. That is not good. Why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science? Go to forhims.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Listen, thanks to science, ED can be optional. Why? Because HIMS connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat ED. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. Why are you going to a gas station anyway? Come on. Not for not for ED pills, okay? It's so easy. You answer a few quick questions and chat with a doctor for a confidential review. Products are shipped directly to your door, okay? Being your best means performing your best. It's erectile without the dysfunction. All right. Try Hims for a month today for just $5. We'll get you started for just 5 bucks while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash MMA Roast ED. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash MMA Roasted. Forhims.com slash MMA Roasted. What's up, people? Most subscription boxes are full of samples and junk you'll never use. But not BattleBox. It's the monthly subscription box for men full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, and outdoor enthusiasts. Yeah, BattleBox is your monthly subscription for hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear. They introduce you to the best products, new gear, and innovative companies at a much lower cost than if you were to buy them individually. Plus, who doesn't like to get a package full of mystery adventure gear? I know I do. I love it. So go to trybattlebox.com slash roasted and pick the box you want. They start at just $25 a month. Yeah. Plus, they release a video for each new box so you can see what's coming and how to use it. 
They shipped over half a million boxes and they won best men's subscription box for 2017. Huh? Sign up today and be ready for everything. Right now, our listeners get a free tactical knife when you sign up for your first battle box at trybattlebox.com slash roasted. Yeah, that's trybattlebox.com slash roasted. Get your free tactical knife. Check it out. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. You can view easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. Yes, you can also view stock collections, such as the 100 most popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. You can discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest, okay? Robinhood is giving listeners of MMA Roasted a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at MMA Roasted. Dot Robinhood.com. I, 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 I see you. Richard. It sucks. It sucks. Can you hear me? We can Hello. see you. Hello? Oh, yeah. oh, can hear you. oh, now we can hear you. What's going on, man? So it's not my, it's not my phone. It? Okay. No, no, you're good. You're good. You're on the MMA Roasted podcast. Uh, Richard Kylie, a uh, huge win in Bellator. Congratulations. Thanks, million. Yeah, that was that was awesome. So you're the face of Bellator. You now you you changed your nickname to the face of Bellator. Um, well, it's not that I changed my nickname to the face of Bellator. I think after uh, that performance the second night, I think I just announced myself as the face of Bellator. Like you. Oh. Like, so look, it was a it was a clean knock. It's what I do. It's what I did in Bama. It's now what I'm doing in Bellator. I cleaned that guy out for, in in one round. You know, I've been out for 15 months. I strolled out in a pair of pink hot pants, knocked them out, got paid, went home. It was it was awesome, it, but I thought it, yeah, I thought it would have been funny though if you actually changed your name to the face of Bellator. I, I was like, that's a pretty good smart marketing gig. I am the face of Bellator. I just I did change my name to the face of Bellator. Like, Bellator didn't know that. Exactly, knocked the guy out in pink hot pants, and went home. So I am the face <laughs> of Bellator now. Um, you know they. You know, they, they didn't know it yet. The only people that knew walking in there that was going to be the face of Bellator, I had said it to everyone that it was going to be the face of Bellator. The only people that believed it was myself, John Cavanagh, and Dave Roach. Um, but I think everyone believes it now. And if they don't, if they, if they say they don't, then they're lying. Because I walked in, you know, a one-shot one, st- one knockout, the referee should have stepped in. It should have been a walk-off. So I went easy on him when I was, uh, when I was just finishing him. But, uh, yeah, look, come here. I am the face of Bellator. Um, mm-hmm. And... Yeah, there's not much more to say about that. Well, I mean, you've just been uh, you have you have incredible power, and you but you you have a uh, kind of like your stance is a little bit like McGregor, where your hands are down. Has it always been like that? My my hands aren't like my hands aren't <laughs> like McGregor's. If you look at Connor's, Connor's kind of has a wide open stance that is from the southpaw position. I fight my hands down, my chin up. I always have fought my hands down, my chin up. Um, it's been my style. Um, I suppose. I suppose you could you could compare it to Stephen Thompson. You can you could actually say that Stephen Thompson is the Irish or is the American Richard Kiley, not the other way around. Um, but yeah, there's like in terms of like where the comparisons lie with McGregor, the two of us are the two of us are brash, the two of us are outspoken, the two of us are exceptional strikers. 
but we're two very, very different people. Um, you know, I have a huge admiration. He's my teammate. I have a huge respect and admiration for Conor, but I'm my own, I'm my own person. Okay. Um, so anyone that makes that comparison, I feel like it's a lazy comparison. Of course. No, yeah. Now, did he leave your camp? Is he still in your camp? You guys, what no, happened? No, he didn't leave. He didn't leave the camp at all. He's still, he's still a member of of SBG. He's still coached by John Cavanaugh. Um, it's just his lifestyle. It's, his lifestyle dictates that he can go over to the states in Miami whenever he wants. Right. Um, that's just what he's doing now. He's on vacation. He's getting some training in there with some top level guys. But he's still a member of SBG, as far as I know. We haven't heard that to the contrary. Um, and you know, he's 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 had huge success with SBG. He has a you know the best coach in the world in John Cavanaugh. And he's got some world-class teammates uh, there. Like, if you had to had a look at the display of talent that was on the cards, myself, the face of Bellator, he's had he had Kiefer Crosby, he's had King Cowley, he has James Strabanimal uh, Gallagher, who was the main event of the night, uh, Charlie Ward. Um, you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a who's who of the, of, of top class uh, top class of, of top class trainer partners. Yeah. So you know, why would he go anywhere? Else? On top of that, he has a top class. Now you guys, you guys are obviously animals over there. Did, uh, how's how's the wrestling over there? Uh, the wrestling look. The, the wrestling. The wrestling is very strong. You know, obviously the it's Ireland isn't um, Ireland isn't. Uh, I suppose synonymous with with with, uh, with with wrestling the way the states would be, but um, you know, like you can see by the, uh, the level of success we're having, it's not it hasn't had too much of an impact on us so far. You know, we, we do we have an excellent wrestling coach, and um, my coach uh, Dave Dave Roach is a, is a tremendous tremendous wrestler, and um, we've also got Sergey who's um, who's um, what you call it, who's the main wrestling coach um, in SBG Ireland. So you know, like we're in really good hands when it comes to when it comes to that. And look, like I said. Irrespective of that, you have to close that distance. You have to close that distance to get to the rest. And you saw what happened when that guy, when that guy, uh, Mikhail Bouchard tried to close the distance on me. He got got, got his chin nearly taken off. So um, yeah, no, I mean, all your fights uh, have been awesome. The one fight, the guy got you in a uh, a leg lock, but you said that um, your leg was fucked up before that fight, and some kind of there was a big snitch in your camp and told him. I didn't say there was a snitch in my camp. Um, <laughs> So that's uh, that's a bit of bit of sneaky, uh, <laughs> a sneaky play on words. Sneaky journalism. Uh, okay, what happened? Um, what happened was that I had I, I ruptured my cruciate ligament four weeks out. Ah. Oh. Um, four weeks out from that fight, if you have a look at the knee bar, the knee bar wasn't even on correctly. As soon as he grabbed my ankle, my as soon as he grabbed my ankle, my knee popped out, slipped out a joint. Um, that's a relatively very straightforward escape. So. Um, look, I walked into that fight knowing it was 50-50. If I had a cut him on the feet, like I nearly, nearly knocked him out with a jab. And bear in mind, that was my third, my, my third professional fight. Um, no, and that was also a bullshit. You went to touch gloves in that fight, and he kicked you in the, in the knee. Yeah, he sucker kicked me in the knee. And he, he, I don't know how he knew about my knee, he, but his uh, uh, team were calling him, go for the left knee, the left knee. So it was, just, it was obviously a tactic. And the reason I, I hold... You know, despite the fact that he's a toilet brush of a human being, I don't hold that against him. <laughs> toilet, um, toilet I don't hold that against him. I would have done the same to him. But, uh, you know, the, the, the sucker kick is not something that I do. You know, I'm a man yeah, of integrity and I'm a man of, um, you know, I, I, you know I, I don't. I'm a man of honor. I, I, if I touch gloves, go to touch gloves, you know, you either shake your head no or thing, you know. But, no, that's not in the rule set, so I, I don't hold it against him. But you know, I got him at a weigh-in, and after I gave him a slap for pleasure, um, for, to do that, you know. But he knows if he ever came, if I ever came across him again, he he, he met me in full. Yeah, no, if he didn't yeah. get that knee bar, that that fight was you 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 were gonna win that fight. 
I have, I have no question in that fight. Um, now, as far as Lorenz Larkin, now I heard he, oh. I heard he killed you in sparring. Now this Lawrence. is, oh, oh what? Call him by his proper name, Lawrence. Oh, Lawrence Larkin. All right. Now I heard he just, <laughs> I heard he, he tore you up in sparring. This is the word on the street. Uh, you, you say differently. What what happened here? Where are you getting these sources from, man? <laughs> I'm I'm just, I'm just making I'm just making them up. I'm just completely making them up. But what what, what happened with you and Larkin in sparring? Damn! Look. Look, it's what happened between us is far, and you know, look, come here. I'm the better. I had the better of the exchanges. That's that's it. Thing, you know, um, Lawrence came over. I was hung over, and we had some sparring. You know, I was the better, uh, the better striker. But look, come here, listen, sparring, sparring, training, training. Get it in the get it in the cage under Bellator lights. That's when you see the real deal. You know, he was also about a hundred kilos at the time. Um, now I'm not saying that he was on a supplements, but he was a hundred kilos solid, <laughs> and I was hung over the night before. Fuck. Yeah, but aren't you Irish? Aren't you guys hung over? I mean, you know, you, you guys are known. Really? For, you guys are known for your drinking. I mean, when are you not hung over, right? Aren't you? You know, aren't you kind of known for the drinking over there? No. <laughs> no, we're, not, we're, not, we're known for knocking out Rand's Lark. And- now, now, MVP yeah. Paul Daly. What was your take on that fight? Pauline Daly and Airborne Page. Um, look, come here. We did a we did a we did a watch call it over here a podcast with a with a company called Severe MMA with a with a um a company called Severe MMA yeah good guys before the fight they asked me for my prediction I told them exactly how it would happen I said it would be a boring fight anticlimactic um and it'd be deeply uninteresting and then people who are making it up or who thought this was going to be some kind of barn burner were were sorely mistaken and that's exactly what happened it played out exactly how I predicted these guys are one dimensional the Airborne Page can only fight from distance he can handle puddings. Paul Daly can only fight in the pocket. Um, you know, both of them have got, have their strengths and they're good at what they do, but they're too one-dimensional. So the likes of me, I would be, I'd be able to, I can fight from both ranges. I can fight in the pocket and I can fight from distance. You can see, you know, I fight, I fight my hands down, my chin up. I can do that in range and I can do that out of range. So, you know, it doesn't matter which one of those two I fought. I, I fight, you know, the, the whatchamacallit would be the same. You know, people build these, build these two guys up into something that they're not. You know, yes... Uh, Paul Ian has power, and yes, where Airborne Page can move from distance, but where that's all they can do, and they they show that in that fight, and um, they show their li- the both of them had a limited skill set. Now, um, now, you, what do you think about who's going to win the uh, the uh, tournament? You think it's going to be Rory McDonald? You think it's going to be uh, think, Gracie? Rory McDonald should win it. I think Rory McDonald should win it. But there's two things like Airborne Page actually has a decent chance of winning this despite his limited skill set because if you don't if you're not familiar with the, if you're not familiar with how the range that range works it's very difficult to deal with and it's one thing being familiar with it it's the second thing you have an answer for it um you know whereas i'd have an answer for it right and i'd beat him very, very straightforward but i think rory mcdonald is the best equipped um i think he's an intelligent fighter it just depends i think he's had a couple of uh He's had a couple of he's, he's had to get in a couple of miles in the clock nails in his last uh, since that Robbie Lawler fight. Um, you know, the how he turned up against Gegard Mousasi, I think that was just a mental issue. Um yeah. but you know, like logically he has everything that he, he has everything that he has everything he has the, the fighter IQ, he has the skill set, um, and he has the uh, the ability to learn Page's style to beat him. It's that, a matter of what he has the mentality now to do it. Now, what's your, what's your, I, I heard that you're an amazing kickboxer. You have a huge, I, I don't really follow kickboxing, but what are some of your credentials in kickboxing? I am an amazing kickboxer. That's what I heard. 
Like, did you? Yeah, I know, but I only, I only, I've only watched you in mixed martial arts. I don't follow kickboxing. I'm, I'm not a big Glory fan, or you know, like, what was your credentials in kickboxing? It was like I've been multiple times Irish kickboxing champion. I was uh, European bronze medalist at retired to injuries, world champion. So, um, you know, it was, it was at one stage, um, at one stage, I think myself and Stephen Thompson were supposed to fight. Um, and myself and Raymond Daniels, we were definitely supposed to fight, um, but both of those never came to fruition. Um, but look, like I said, kickboxing, kickboxing didn't light a fire under me anymore. And the, I was very lucky in so far as that straight blast gym with John Cavanaugh was directly down the road. MMA was just starting to take off, and I, so I thought, you know, that's, you know, that's that's fighting with that's fighting that doesn't have as limited a skill set as kickboxing. I wanted to tr- test myself. I wanted to test myself against them. Um, I wanted to test myself in a more holistic skill set, um, you know, and like, like you can see in a very, very short, like within a very, very short period of time, my first fight, I had the, the I got the biggest pop of the night in the Tree Arena, which is one of Ireland's biggest, uh, biggest venues. I got the biggest pop of the night and I had a, uh, had a highlight reel stoppage. But in my second fight, I became the face of Bama. But in my third fight, I fought for a world title. That was main insane, event, yeah. Um, in the event of the Bama show. And my fourth fight now, I'm after arriving as the face of Bellator. That's not a bad... Uh, that's not a bad... Fuck no, it's so not. Right? If you think that, you think the first four fights have been impressive. Wait and see the next four. Now, what's your uh, grappling background like? My grappling background is relatively... Is, 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 I'm relatively new to the game. Like I said, I'm only doing MMA about three years. Um, but I've been taken to it like it took the water, as you can, as you can see. Like, um, like I said, within four fights, notwithstanding the loss against Alex Lahore, but that's that's that that wasn't him winning that fight based on his superior grappling. That was me getting. That was me. That was an injury defeat me. It wasn't Alex Lahore, um, and I wasn't down to any uh, perceived uh, gaps in my grappling. You know, that was just an injury. My knee popped out as soon as he grabbed my ankle. Never mind, grabbed uh, the the knee bar on. Um, but yeah, look. Um, and by no means am I, a, am I a black belt in the game, but, but you know, I've, 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 huge, uh, I've huge areas to develop in, I'm, I'm aware of that. However, people, the fight starts on the feet, and it's very, very difficult to catch me, and if you do catch me, the likelihood is, is because I want you to catch me, so I can catch you with that right hand that Mikhail Boucher just got his chin taken <laughs> off. Um, and if it does go to ground, you know, by, by no means no slouch, I was over in Iceland there, um, uh, in, the, in the lead up to this camp, and uh, the only people that are on the map were either UFC and um, either UFC guys, Bellator guys, you know, Gunnar, or Cage uh, Warriors World Champions. Gunnar Nelson was there, and by no means was I any slouch on the ground. You know, I can handle my own against these guys, and like I said, I can stand back up, kick it in the mouth, and then while, just before you go to sleep, I'll slap on a rear naked choke, and then I'll get a, a tap with submission then. So. Uh, then I'll be telling everyone about how great No, you're getting me excited, man. Beautiful. Yeah, you get me pumped. Not like in like a boner. I'm saying you get me excited to watch you fight. Now, um, now you're. Uh, I imagine. Uh, yeah, 100. percent Now, your next fight, uh, you want to be against who? Um, I'm open. I'm open. This is like come here. The, the the fights that makes the fight that makes it like I'm not here to. to I'm not here to um to just you know pick up fights that don't mean anything you know but that, that fight was after 15 months back was a good fight for me i'm looking to fight big names here but yeah, look here i know that i will uh, i know that you know i'll have to um you know make waves in, in bellator and for the for and my first fight um you know i've done that 
And it's not, as I said, it's not just by the fact that I walked out like I owned a place wearing pink hot pants and then knocked some fella out and yes. taking his chin off. You know, the next fight, you know, the ones that I want is Lawrence Larkin, is Pauline Daly, is Airform uh, Page. You know, there's another fella there called Terence Brazier who I was looking for when he, he had a belt in Bama. Um, he, you know, he's the, he, he avoided me. He was the height seat champion for about three years while I was looking for him. And now he's calling me in. Um, but he's coming off a loss, so it, it needs to be interesting. You know, he's, right. he has nothing to offer me now. So, um, you know, I'm looking for the big boys now. And the big boys, the big boys, these so-called big boys, you know, they don't offer anything that I haven't seen before. I've fought world-class strikers that are better than these guys. You know, so these, yeah. these guys know that. So yeah. they, by no means, they, they're, they're going to hide behind the record and say that I'm only training one and what have you. But what I do bring is bums on seats. I bring interest. You know, if fun outside the cage, I bring knockouts out. fun outside the cage and I bring knockouts inside the cage. They don't want any of that. Uh, now, Conor McGregor, can you record this? Now, uh, McGregor, you guys are teammates. I take it you're pretty good friends. Seems like a really cool guy, uh, a good teammate. Um, when he was going to hop on that, that private plane to, to fly to New York to throw a dolly at the, at the uh, truck, right? My whole thing was, how, how come he didn't have a friend to tell him, hey, man, this might not be a good idea? Uh, you, know, you might want to sit this one out. Like, did you know that he was planning on doing that? Nope. I didn't. Um, I didn't know he was going to do that. How come he didn't have a friend to, to, to say? Well, look, come here. I can't. You, that's these are questions that you need to ask Connor. I, I'm not in the position. To <laughs> but he, he, but he, he, he won't come on my podcast. So I'm asking. Right. You, but he won't come on this. So I'm asking you. And uh, you seem like a nicer guy, to be honest. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. Does he have anybody at the gym to tell him like? Hey man, you're partying too much, or you're doing this too much. Are there, are there any big brothers there to kind of like mentor him and look out for him? So look, these these aren't questions that I, I, I particularly want to get into because first of all, I, I don't know familiar with I'm not familiar with um what with with um you know Connor day to day in his in his yeah. circle. Connor is doing exceptionally well yeah. by any standard. What I will say is too, like, you give anyone that's after coming from. Uh, social welfare, as we call it over here, or was it? I don't know what you call it over here. Welfare, yeah, well, yeah, welfare. Yeah. You give anyone hundred over one hundred and forty million, give them an unprecedented level of fame, okay, and then try and denigrate them over the fact that he's gone off to protect his friend, okay. I think that's look. Whether you agree with it, whether you disagree with it, so I don't think you can't doubt that his intentions were good. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so, yeah, you know. I think that I think the criticism that, that that's been leveled at him is really unfair, um, and it doesn't have any context or perspective. Um, notwithstanding that, what he did, he's held his hand up. He's had to pay the price for it. He, he went to court. He got got a, you know, he got a, um, he got his punishment, and he took it like a champ. Of course. So that, as far as I'm concerned, that chapter is done. You know, focus on the positive things. I would say now, and give the guy, give the guy a break, and you know, and give him give him the credit he deserves. People, people have a huge fondness for building people up so they can knock them down. Of course. No, I'm just asking if there's anybody to kind of look out for him. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say, you know. There's, look, there's, there's lots of people looking out for him. But like I said, I'm sure there's lots of people looking out for him. But like I said, you give someone that, someone that unprecedented level of wealth and fame, you know. It's, it's a different life, so I, I'm not in a position to be able to. Of course, of course, of course. You know, a, do you have anybody? Do you have anybody look, look it out for you when you become that famous and that successful? 
I'm my own man. I know my. I know. I know where uh, my feet are firmly planted on the ground. And if I ever stepped out of line, my mom is tougher than any cage fighter. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that, there you go uh, and, and then now that now that you're uh, the, the face of Bellator are women flocking to you what do you mean nailed on the face of Bellator they were flocking to me before oh really 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 I, I mean because there's some hot Irish I like Irish women are hot until they until some of their accents are kind of rough but uh, they just sound they sound like they can beat the fuck out of me <laughs> which, which I'm sure they probably can but are the, are the, you tell them that their accents are rough they definitely beat the shit out yeah, yeah, yeah good point good point uh, are you getting a lot of girls uh, are women kind of in your life you have a girlfriend or are you getting tons of puss what's going on talk to us no, we don't have a girlfriend. I have a little boy, and he keeps me occupied. He's 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 he's, the fo- he's my focus now. So um, nice. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, he, he keeps he keeps me busy. So he's my focus. Um, so I I don't have any any uh, any particulars. How how old how old your boy? He's six. Now, he's six. He was six a few weeks ago. Now, when like you meet a girl, is is are, are do they fall in love with him too? And you're like, oh, I want to be the, or are they kind of running for the hills? With, with my son. Yeah, like when you meet, like when you go, like being a single dad, sometimes it could attract women or it could detract women, depending on the woman. Look, I, that's not something that's even in consideration. If a girl ever had a problem with that, that's just, that's tough shit. She'd get the P45, she'd be getting this, she'd, she'd be gone before she even, uh, before she even had a chance. I like this guy. Um, to answer your question, he's a very, very special boy. Um, he's a very, very lovely boy, very, very soft. And, uh, nice. You know, he's, a, he's a great, he's a great kid. So, um, are you putting him in in, a, in a martial arts? Um, I'm a, no. I'd like to teach him how to defend himself, but I wouldn't like him to to fight competitively. Um, or to you know, I I'd, I wouldn't mind him doing jiu-jitsu, but I'd like that that to be his own choice. He can do whatever he wants. If he wants to play football, if he wants to be a ballroom dancer, he can do what he wants. I'd love to be able to ballroom dance. Him. <laughs> um, so and you can see by the footwork that I have going around the cage, you know, I can get quite. <laughs> To answer your question, he can do whatever he likes to do and he'll have my full support. How do you get so confident, man? How do I get your confidence? Well, is it confidence? Like I'm just start knocking I'm people out. Exactly, I'm not telling lies. I'm telling exactly what it is. Like I'm, I'm saying I've got good footwork and I think if you transfer it to the ballroom dance, <laughs> I think that's, that's pretty accurate. You disagree? I, no, I, 100%. No, I got pretty good footwork too. I was on the black dance team in college. I swear to God. I was on the black dance repertoire. And... Uh, yeah. If I need dance lessons, I'll be sure to give you a shout, man. Yeah, but it's, it's all like 90s moves. So if you, it, it's very specific. If it's like, you know, yeah. 90s moves are where it's at, man. They're, they're, they're the cool moves, man. I agree. How, how old are you, by the way? I'm 25. You're 25? I'm a young 25. Yeah, you're young, man. You got, you got the whole world ahead of you. I think he's at 35. 35? Oh, 35, 25. 35. In the arse, 45. Fuck that. 35. Oh, 35. Oh, good. 35. 35. 35. 35. Yeah, dude, like, come here. If you see, did you see any twenty-five-year-olds move like me as fast as me, hit as hard as me, fight with their hands down like me? You can tell that I haven't taken much damage. The reason being is because I'm fast. Uh, yeah, I, but speed isn't speed the first to go, uh, and then you know sometimes keeping your chin up with your hands down might work against you. Yeah, if my speed went, but it hasn't. I'm lightning fast. You know, I'm about three, I'm three or four speeds. Like, come here, these guys move. It likes, it's like looking at these guys in slow motion. Like you could see. Have a look back at the knockout on Saturday. Okay, I'll just use that as a as an accurate representation of how fast I am. Look how 
as soon as he threw his jab, I was moving. I covered distance. My head was off the line, off his line. And despite him initiating the movement, I hit him much quicker before his shot even landed. That is speed. It's timing. I covered distance. Look how much distance I fight from and how quickly I cover it. No, you're great. You're great. You're very unconventional, though. I, I do get nervous that your chin's a little high just from what I was taught. But look, you're winning. And obviously, you're a world champion kickboxer. What the fuck do I know? Uh, but. It is unconventional, but it's it's also it's also um, what people don't understand. People see my hands down the chin up, and they think it's based on um, they think it's cocky. So it is cocky to a degree, but there's a purpose behind that. Okay, so what 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 Mikhail Boucher was doing? He was working out. He was looking to counter strike. Okay, so why I had my hands down, my chin up was to, to elicit. Well, that's how I fight anyway. But it elicits a reaction. It makes the opponent try to commit and step into that dead space. And when you're when you're fighting someone as quick, as fast, and as precise as me, what invariably what happens is you get knocked out. Yeah, no, I I, I see it, man. I, I can't wait if you come to the U.S. I feel like uh, I feel like you know the U.S. is uh, they would eat you alive out here, man. I feel like people would like you. Uh, so they, they might like me. They might not like me. That's 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 their own prerogative. It's not something that I lay much. Uh, I, but what, they, what I can guarantee is that they would be interested in the bookworms on seats. Whether it's people who see me getting knocked out because they, they perceive I'm marrying, or whether it's people that enjoy enjoy my style of fighting. Yeah. Um, that's it. Doesn't matter. But they will. Like I'm not. This isn't contrived. This isn't an act. All I'm doing is telling you exactly what I telling you exactly what I see, exactly what I what I feel. And if people don't like that. Well, then that's their tough shit. To be honest, man. Now, how do you think you would do yeah. against a guy like Hodger Gracie or Ed Ruth or some of these uh, grapplers? Yeah, they, they would they would pose a, a, a different challenge to what I have. But how would they do against someone who was the explosive level of striking as I do? It's a, it would be a clash of styles. By all means, that by all means they would have the advantage in the uh, in the in the grappling stakes. However, the fight stands starts on the feet, um, so they would be at a disadvantage from the start. Um, and that's put not to say that as soon as they as soon as it gets into the grappling exchanges that they that the, as a foregone conclusion. Definitely not. Um, I would absolutely I would gladly take a challenge against either of these against any of those guys. Um, and I would be walking in confident. Nice. Any questions, Tyler, for this, this nah, amazing I mean, my, fighter? My still a little scrambled. So fa- yeah, just, so Tyler just had just taking his, it all in. He, he, he had his third amateur fight. He unfortunately got knocked out, but it was a great fight. Uh, but he's, uh, he's, he's also a uh, brown belt in uh, jiu-jitsu, and uh, he said he wants to come to your gym and then uh, and I uh, beat you up in Ireland. So he yeah, says he yeah, totally. He, he, said he, <laughs> he said he can't wait. You want to wait for that brain gets gets unscrambled before you know what you guys in toilet. Come here, well done. And shit happens if you get knocked out. That's that's just that's the way. That's the nature of the sport. That can happen to anyone, but uh, anyone that gets into that cage with a huge amount of respect for. It. So well done, when getting in. Yeah, yeah. thank you, thank one thousand percent, sir. Yeah, and and beautiful performance, man. It, I mean, if you're ever in LA or Vegas, what are you? Are you, when is the next time you coming to the U.S.? Well, I'm in the in the process of applying for my U.S. working visa as we speak now. So, um, so I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait. But I I definitely aspire to get over there at some stage this year to fight. Let me know if I'm going to uh, sponsor you. I could I could definitely sponsor you. So, uh, oh, yeah. One hundred appreciated. One hundred. Now, where can people find you on Instagram and Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, it's all, you know, it's Richard Kiley MMA is my handle, so uh, catch me on that. And um, yeah, you, it's a, it's a, it's an, it's an interesting social media, you know. I've, I've been, I've been interested in social media, and I've, uh, 
I'm no shrinking boiler, so you 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 will see who I'm calling out on that anyway. Well, thank you Beautiful. for your, thank you for taking time out of your day to be on the podcast. No, we're huge fans. Please come back after you become the world champion. So uh, it'd be an honor to have you back. Great, thank you, my man. I appreciate the call and um, thanks for the interview. Anytime, Richard. See you now. Later. Later. All right, I like that guy. He's going to be a star. You think so, right? <clears throat> going to be a star. This guy's hilarious. It seems like that gym is just producing some fucking killers, too. <laughs> yeah. And he, they all got personalities. Yeah, that guy loves answering Connor questions. So, uh, oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> I was like, I was getting scared for a second. I mean, I get it. You know, I get it. Like, you know, he's coming on a, he's coming on a show to get interviewed. He doesn't want to be talking about other fighters. But at he the does. same time, Trained, You're with Connor. Like Connor's not just it's just another guy. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think I was I'm too, sure he knows. You don't no, think I was too disrespectful? A, no, question, not right? at all. No. Not at all. I think he knows that those questions are going to come every time. I was asking him. Like, I was just honestly curious if Connor has somebody to like big brother him. If he was the guy, that was really the question. You know, it wasn't like a. I wasn't even really putting him down. I'm sure you know, there are probably other ways to. Probably could have said nicer things, but look. I'm hey, a huge Connor fan in the octagon. In the octagon, right. I'll, I'll watch him. I'll support him, and I'm sure he does a lot of really nice things for people. Yeah, he's uh, a cool guy. I mean, I met him. He came to the gym um, a couple years ago, at right after the, I think this first Nate Diaz fight, and hit the bag. Super respectful, very nice guy. Like just. Yeah. Please and thank you. And, and the same like, goes for John Jones with me. Like John Jones in the octagon, I'm the biggest fan ever. You know, but you know, I'm also I'm a bigger fan of the way GSP conducts himself out of the octagon, right. or right. Rashad Evans, or you know, some of these other guys out there, like uh, you know, that really like you're like, wow, John Dotson, or let's say, or um, yeah, I'd say, I mean, I'd say like like or, you know, ninety nine percent of the of the roster in both Bellator and the UFC are probably very cool guys. Yeah, but there's always going to be, you know, I mean, and like, Jones, if you're the baddest man on the planet, like John Jones yeah, arguably right. is, like, so yeah, what the fuck, you know, like, what do you expect? This guy can literally kick anybody's ass he comes in contact with. You yeah. think he's going to be humble? Like, no, no, <laughs> no, but it'd be nice. No, but th- yeah, right. You can't. Every, everyone can't be Stephen Mielczyk and be a part time right. firefighter, right. full time firefighter. Or, you know, Daniel Cormier, who coaches high school wrestling in his free time. Like, I get that, you right. know, but. Uh, Whatever. Anyway. Anyway. So um, I'm, I like that guy though, Richard Kiley. Uh, I think yeah, I'm he, looking forward to see. I would love to see him and Lorenz. Yeah, a, you know, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, I'm obviously not a trained fighter, and when I when I look at him standing straight up with his hands down, I'm like, this doesn't seem like a good idea. Well, yeah, I mean, like, it, I like, I oh, definitely wow. understand that. That's how I I always spar. Just because it it gives you, but I'm a you know he's a kickboxer, so it gives you that range for like front kicks and and if you can time them, you know like he was saying, timing is is his big thing. Uh, round kicks, head kicks, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it it makes it makes the person that you're you're fighting seem like they can they can tag you when in reality they can't. So I get like I get it. And if it's working for him, it's working for him. Keep That's doing funny. it, you know? Like, why not? Was, I heard there was a snitch in your camp. Like, I, I, I was trying to fuck with him. I heard Lorenz Larkin fuck you up. Like, just to fuck with him. It's like, what do you hear that? Yeah, because... What are you talking about? Well, you can also tell that guy's a, a, that guy's a real nice guy. You can tell. You can, yeah. He seems like a sweet guy. Yeah. Uh, Single dad, too. Shout out. Single dad. Single dad. That's awesome. And I didn't mean, like... I meant, like... 
I was, I was what, basically what I was trying to say is like, uh, if my wife ever, ever left me, uh, would it be harder or easier to get other girls yeah. with a baby? <laughs> like, so when, when she leaves. Uh, so that was, uh, but the way that I guess I could have phrased it better. Right? Maybe I should have been more direct. Um, now, what do you have coming up, Tyler? Um, not much. Focused on, on healing up. Um, hopefully I can get my, my swelling down on my face before I go to Vegas on Thursday for UFC 235. Um, yeah, I was, I was like, you supposed to coach yesterday. I'm like, I'm not sure it'd be that inspiring to the kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, just keep your head up. Okay. Uh, I don't want to look like you when I wrestle. Well, it sucks, man. Like I totally forgot the, the don't, you know, keep your head elevated rule. So I went to sleep. Like I work graveyard shift doing security and uh, I went to sleep and just laid down flat and woke up and I was all just right back to, uh, to looking like a fucking Navi from, what was that movie? Avatar. <laughs> Damn Avatar monster. Um, so yeah, I called I called him. I was like, hey, I got to ice my face. Yo, Aldo came and held it. I mean, it sucks. That, like I'm not going to be able to like coach this semester just because like yeah. the wrestling team that we coach they just added a semester that we haven't ever done. Right. And they're like, Hey, I'll see you practice. And I'm like, you know, like, yeah, I might, I actually might not be able to coach either. My schedule's changing. <sighs> I'm starting to work days. So I'm like being, a, being a dad, a stay at home dad during the day. It's just like five hours in a car. Yeah. It's one thing where it's during the Ooh. season and we have, we have an extra season as it is like season's really almost supposed to be from December to February, but I was like, we were getting killed. Right. So I, I changed it to September to December. So now we're adding another season. Uh, so that that's why we don't have a match that first time. Interesting. So, okay. So I'm like, this is now like an extra, extra season, which I don't know. They don't want to burn the kids out, but whatever. So now Aldo's doing it. And then Jay Moore called me up and he's like, hey, can I help coach? And I was like, sure. You know, I'm like, Tyler and Aldo are doing it this semester. I'm not doing it this semester. And then he asked me next, can I run practice Wednesday? And I was like, I just told you that I'm not running it. I go, but I'll check with Tyler and Aldo. I don't think they'll have a problem with you running yeah, practice. Come on, Jay. You know, so come I think on he, over. I think he wants to run practice tomorrow. I'll text him. Yeah, yeah. But then he, but Jay is very like into like the mental coaching. Yeah. Which I, like, might have. Shit, I, I could have used some of that. He might have all the kids thinking that they're like piranhas or something or like. <laughs> I'm like, great. I'm gonna have Tom, right. Tyler telling him to pull guard. The other guy telling him they're all piranhas. But like, all those, I wouldn't like, tell him to pull guard. All those, I'd be like, telling him joke it. All those writing parents. This is some fucking establishment that I, I it's ran. Fight club. It's if not I, wrestling anymore. It's just <laughs> fight club. That's what we should call it. Paul Revere Fight Club. What do you think, Paul Revere Fight Club? Are you gonna be a member? Well, um, cool. Well, this Friday night I will be at the Dirty at 12:30. If you want to come at uh, South Point. Yeah, I, mean, I was asking my. Uh, my boys, I think we're going to try to make it out there. Nice. South Point Casino this uh, Friday night, 1230. And then I got tickets to the fight. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I'll be at the fight on Friday. And then... Good t- good seats, huh? Uh, yeah, pretty good seats. Not and then, then I got the Reno coming up. Me. And just go to adamhunter.com. And if you want to buy, if you use Amazon, go to adamhunter.com first. Click on the Amazon banner. And then go to adamhunter.com. And then buy whatever you want. Uh, thank you, uh, Richard Kiley. You were awesome. Thanks, Greg Wilson. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks to my baby, Violet, for sitting in with us. Anything you want to say, Violet? Hey, bye. Anything you want to say? Okay, she's good. All right, take care, guys. Bye-bye. Trap songs and trap dance songs. Tunis songs to hook them, don't put them. Tavis told them, don't put them all of that.